Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre, and we are on episode 13, unlucky for some. And probably quite aptly, this week I've decided to do a bit of a talk about fear, something that's really coming up uh, for me and for us all, I think, at the moment. So the first thing I want to talk about is that we are moving this year, have moved sometime around February, uh, we moved into a new age, a new astrological age called the age of Aquarius. And I'm trying really hard not to sing the song. Those of you that know, know. And the age of Aquarius brings in a new frequency of energy, if you like, for humanity. And I do believe that, um, everything that we've been going through with coronavirus and lots of changes, Trump, all of those kind of things are all to do with preparing humanity for this move into this new energy. 
And uh, one of the things that I think is really interesting about the age of Aquarius is it's about getting rid of the old ways of thinking, the old ways of doing things, the systematic, it's been done like this for 100 years, so we must carry on doing it this way because that's how it's always been is making way for a fresher, newer approach to things. And that's not just in mediumship, that's in all aspects. So you can expect the age of Aquarius to be bringing lots of new ideas, new ways of thinking, new understandings. And, you know, when we go through an energetic shift, both as an individual and as a collective, we find that we have to deal with all the rubbish that comes up to the surface to be dealt with. Uh, we have to start looking at our actions, our learnt behaviours, our patterns, and start taking active choices to change the way that we are approaching things. And that leads me to this week's topic, fear. So one of the things I wanted to start today by doing is giving you a little quote by um, Adama Cisse, who's an astrologer, who says that the age of Aquarius, the power is turning over to the individual and giving the freedom for you to choose your own reality based on what aligns with your soul. And that is, you know, epic. That's big stuff. But of course, we have to be choosing the right choices. <laughs> we have to be looking and understanding and listening and questioning what aligns with ourselves. So as always on my spiritual journey, what happens is I start tuning into an idea, I think spirit bring it into my consciousness. And then I will have lots of different experiences as spirit and the universe effectively school me in what they want me to learn and what they want me to understand. And this week, uh, the last couple of weeks really, has been very, very much about fear and negativity. And um, where am I going to start this? I'm going to start this with what uh, one of my supporters, Cherie, there's a little shout out for you, Cherie. Um, what Cherie asked me to talk about this week, she said it would make her year, I believe. So Cherie, this one's for you. So let me start with um, saying that we all have our own wobbles. And I would love to sit here and tell you that I've ascended past all my wobbles and I'm just, super duper powerful now and nothing ever holds me back but that would be a lie and uh, essentially one of my traits that I'm trying to overcome is people pleasing it's always been a problem with me um, as soon as somebody tells me something's not good enough or isn't what they expected I free fall into these patterns and I'm working very very hard on trying to change them um, because it can be quite debilitating. If you're a people pleaser, you'll know, you'll understand what I'm talking about. And so uh, this week, um, one of my supporters, so let me just explain to those of you that don't know what supporters is. Supporters is a paid for group on Facebook. So people pay Facebook £3.49 a month. And for that, they unlock um, extra exclusive content that I do for them. And Facebook, I think, take 30, 40% of that. And I get the remainder two months later. That's Facebook for you. Um, and so, 
you know, it's not a massive earner. I'm really, really lucky. I'm so grateful. I've got 140 odd uh, subscribers, supporters, and that is amazing. I'm so pleased about that. But what started happening was um, I've had to make some choices recently about doing things that, you know, earn a really good rate of return for me and, you know, things that actually are helping to propel me forward. And because of that, I'd been putting, I had been putting a bit less on the supporters group. And that, you know, in my head, I was thinking, well, you know, they're paying £3.49 a month, but they're getting discounts, they're getting this, that and the other. So bloody blah, blah, blah. Anyway, then um, some people started putting a sort of negative moany comments on saying I have, I mean, one of them was, you know, I haven't had a reading for two months, um, which actually, you know, isn't really that bad. You know, she'd had free readings, but she hadn't been picked for an individual private reading for, um, it was less than two months actually. And um, now this is really interesting here because I know on one level that um, it's fantastic value for money. It is, it's the stuff that they get, they get two guest mediums a month, they get loads and loads of stuff. I know it's fantastic value for money, but as soon as I got a couple of comments from different people sort of moaning that they'd missed me or moaning that they didn't feel I was doing enough, it sent me into some kind of crazy doom spiral as happens and I had to sort of pick my way through it. Anyway, so this week, um, my spirit guides invited me, suggested, however you want to phrase it, that I join um, a supporters group of a well-known medium who's got uh, 1,100 supporters. So is ka-ching, earning big bucks. Um, just so that I could get an idea of, you know, how much content they were providing versus how much content I was providing. And if I was doing doing right by my supporters and I'm sure you've all guessed already that my supporters are getting an amazing deal and uh, I was completely in my own head but that's beside the point because in joining this group with this well-known prominent medium um, I found out how much fear this medium is spouting so um, here you go Cherie we're getting there this is the haunted doll so she does lives with spook i mean they're creepy looking dolls don't get me wrong creepy looking victoriana dolls um with a, a a reader you know a light up shows when spirit activities around and she just films these dolls for absolutely ages while everybody in the comments gets into a ridiculous state of fear and negativity saying that they can see spooky things and the doll looks like it's blinking and it's just a blooming doll and um i was on supporters this week just talking to him about it because i thought it was really funny and i just really have such a reaction to it and you know the thing is number one i don't believe that dolls can be haunted um you know, I believe in energy. I believe that things can have a negative energy on them that, you know, if someone's having a really bad day or is a horrible person and they've held something, you might get that vibe from the object, but not no, no one in the spirit world. But second of all, if you do believe in demons and you're perfectly entitled to your own beliefs, if you do believe in demons, do you think that, you know, 
a demon, Beelzebub, is going to reside inside a doll to do Facebook Lives to spook people. Do we really honestly believe that if there was such a thing as demons, that that's where they'd be spending their time and their focus? And then I've been on that group a little while now, and I'm also getting the joy of um, people saying that their crystals are possessed by demonic entities. And that sadly includes the medium that runs the group. Now, I know I've spoken about crystals before and how they're high vibrational energies. Do we really think, do we, do we really think that A, crystals can be possessed by demons, B, that demons even exist, and C, if they did, that they're gonna hang out in your piece of selenite? Is, is that where we've reached now? And you know, the page itself is just full, the, the group is just full of people going, look at this sp spooky building I took a photo of, look at this spooky thing, here's a picture of a graveyard, look at this spooky thing, and it's just so sad. It's just perpetuating this fear. And I'm today, somebody, bless their heart, has put in the supporters group, you know, can we just think about what we're posting in here? Because not everything is a bad sign. Not everything is a terrible omen. Not everything is um, bad spirits because they've obviously just had enough and they said people are feeling really sensitive at the moment. And I really think this is dangerous. And of course you can imagine the response that they're getting to that because people love to be afraid. And you know, let's be let's be honest here. I love to be afraid. My favourite author is Stephen King. I watched Doctor Sleep at the weekend with my husband. I love to be afraid, but I understand that that's not a reality. It's uh, you know, in my imagination, it's something I choose, and that's so important. And it's so important to understand um, as spiritual mediums as people in the public eye that you have a responsibility you have a duty of care to people and yes fear sells and no doubt about it i have no judgment on people who make horror movies for example but if you're saying that you can connect to the spirit world and you're saying that you can connect to that love and light you know that there's no such thing as demons and spooky ghosts Oh, anyway, so that's been going on. And I just think it's it's really, really sad, you know, um, just a really uh, feeding on fear, feeding on propelling this, you know, everyone winding each other up. The energy of the group is appalling. There's very little love and light for a spiritual group, but hey ho, people obviously like it. So I wanted to start off by talking about that, you know, I honestly don't believe that there's any such thing as a haunted doll, um, purely because, you know, if you did have the power to stay, if you were an evil entity and you did have the power to stay, why would you choose to be in a doll? You know, plenty of other things that are much more exciting that uh, you could possess, I have no doubt. Um, so that's that. So I wanted to start off by talking about that because that's what we're up against as mediums here. That's what we're up against. And the difficulty is that, you know, these are the people love it. 
people love it. So they're the ones, you know, getting the biggest following and propagating this fear. I have no doubt that the spirit world are going to sort it all out. So I'm not worried about that. But I just thought I would, you know, share with you my thoughts. I don't believe that uh, dolls are haunted. We've all seen the Chucky movies. Yeah, like, you know, they're pretty dated now. We should be evolving and moving past that. But I also wanted to talk about uh, fear generally and how much fear we are sharing and how much fear and negativity is on social media and in the words that we share. So one of the things that's really coming up at the moment, um, it's certainly where I live in Kent, is dog kidnapping, dog napping. And people are getting themselves into a ridiculous fear state. I was on a dog walk the other day with uh, Monty and uh, I saw a lady with two dogs and she went to put her dogs on the lead and I said, don't worry, Monty's off the lead and Monty trotted over to say hello and it was all lovely. And then she went, well, have you got your protective kit? And I thought she was talking about coronavirus, but she was actually talking about the dog napping protective kit, where you have a chain and you have, she's got some sort of spray, you can spray in an assailant's eyes and it dyes their face with UV light. So if the police chase them, they can light them up. And it was so negative. And she was talking to me, you know, oh, we've got to protect ourselves and we've got to do this and the police won't help and we've got to do that. And it was just overwhelming. I had to put a shield up in my aura and just bat all of her negativity out of it. Now, she wasn't a horrible person. She was trying to warn me. But what I want to discuss with you today is when, where's the line? Where's the line between warning and educating people and feeding the negativity? And how are you as an individual walking that walk? Where are you on that line? So first of all, there's that with the dog nappings. There's lots of stuff on Facebook about dog nappings that I'm seeing all the time and all that kind of thing. Obviously, as well, we've got, you know, Harry and Meghan and lots of opinion and negativity about Harry and Meghan and the royal family and things like that. And then, of course, really sadly, we've got Sarah Everard at the moment as well. Now, I what happened to Sarah Everard and what's happening to her family is heartbreaking. It's absolutely horrendous. It's so sad. But I've got to ask really if we are helping by sharing posts filled with fear. Is it helping to share posts telling people that you've never felt safe walking around in the dark? Is it helpful to share posts of, um, you know, karate moves that you can use if you get attacked? You know, we all know with any sort of form of karate, judo, anything like that, you know, you need to get into a place where you've done those moves so many times. It's like muscle memory. You can slip into that action whenever you need to. If you're attacked, watching a video that you saw on Facebook, let's be honest, probably isn't going to help you. You're probably not going to remember what you need to do in the moment that you are attacked. And the way I want to come at this today, and I understand if this triggers you, so, you know, sorry, not sorry, but is law of attraction. 
Now, we all understand law of attraction, I think, these days from a positive point of view. You think about what you want, you get it. You send a thought out, a request out to the universe, the universe provides it. You keep your focus positive, you get positive. But then as soon as it comes to something like, like, like the dog napping, like Sarah Everard, anything like that, we forget. We forget what we should be focusing our attention on. And we focus on the negative. And of course, law of attraction, if you focus on the negative, what do you get? Exactly. And so I want you to just digest this, take some time, you know, think about it, but think about whether what you're sharing is actually high vibrational. What if what what are you hoping to achieve by this? What does sharing a post about the time that you felt a bit awkward walking home 20 years ago, what does that actually do? You know, and as with all of these kind of things, we need to be coming up with solutions, not problems. So, you know, where, where you know, the energetic focus needs to be is on what you want to happen, the outcome you want, not the outcome of negativity and darkness and sadness. So there's a real interesting time that we're being asked to move through here. And it is all connected, all of it. So, um, you know, Trump and all that negative hatred that he was spieling out, coronavirus, all the fear, um, the worry, but then the judgment on each other, that person's having a visitor, that person's not wearing their mask properly, they're not wearing the right type of mask. They, you know, my sister had somebody swear Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Bear at her in a supermarket for squeezing an avocado and putting it back <laughs> because it wasn't ripe and she wanted a ripe one for her lunch. And they literally went nuts at her like she was some sort of child murderer because she'd put the avocado back. So people were really feeling that fear and buying into that fear. And, you know, the virus, hopefully, touch wood, is dying down, the fallout of that is dying down. But of course, something else is taking its place because as with all spiritual lessons, it's not the actual thing that's the lesson, it's our reaction that is the lesson. 
And so the spirit world, the universe are bringing more and more things up for us to think about and deal with to do with fear. And I just, you know, want to talk about our, our own responsibilities for that, you know. So first of all, I want to say to you, there is an unfollow button on Facebook. So if you are on Facebook and you are sick of people sharing um, negative things, you can unfollow them and you can protect your own energy. And um, also just be mindful of what you're sharing. There's so many people that share things without doing any form of sort of investigation work on it. And so I would like to empower you to investigate a little bit. So if you're seeing a post about a puppy, puppies have been stolen, um, have a look at that post, click through to the original post, see if it's the person who shared its puppies. Because what's happening at the moment is people are sharing old posts, but rather than sharing them so they've got the original date on them, they are saving the photo and saving the write-up and then sharing it on their wall as a new thing like they're posting it again, they're not sharing it, they're posting it as a new post. And then everyone's sharing it. And then of course, what do they get? They get an amazing energy hit of loads of attention, loads of comments, loads of likes. Oh, look at all that energy flowing into me. People are really reacting to what I'm doing. And I'm not saying they're doing it to be horrible, but actually something that I've seen recently was a picture of two people uh, in a van, an Irish van, and um, it said that they were going around, there was a list of places that they'd been, it's like internet watchdog site or something, a list of places that they'd been and where they were stealing dogs. And actually, if you click through to the original post, there are people commenting on it saying, these photos are six years old. If you look at the trees, you can tell these photos have been taken in summertime. This shouldn't be shared. It's really old. It's not current. And yet some people are still sharing it. So what you're doing energetically is you're multiplying the fear. You're multiplying it. You're taking that one thing and you're pushing it in lots of different directions. And from a timeline perspective, you're bringing that fear into the present. So you're bringing it up again. You're bringing up that negative energy. You're bringing up that horror. Now, it must be really frustrating for people whose dogs and children are missing because there's so much white noise there with old things being recycled and old stories coming up and old things that it must be really, really hard to be heard, to be seen as something different. So please don't think that I'm saying that if your dog is missing, you shouldn't post about it. You absolutely should, but there needs to be a line with the things that people are sharing. And there needs to be a little bit of ownership about whether it's still relevant, whether it's current, whether it's true, don't even get me started on whether it's true or not, um, you know, and um, what the best possible outcome is from sharing these things. Because, you know, we have a responsibility, we have a duty of care to each other to make sure that we share responsibly 
that we talk responsibly, when we see each other, when we start going back out into the world and interacting with each other, that we have positive things to say to each other, that we can inspire each other, that we can really be part of these messengers of this new age of energy and not doom and gloom harbingers of everything that's happened that's gone wrong, you know? And I'm not saying anyone's at fault here. All I'm saying is that we need to look at ourselves. So a few years ago now, God, it probably is about six or seven years ago, I remember watching on the news about the children in Syria. And I got really upset about all these big eyed, sad looking children living in the most desolate and terrible situations. And I spoke to spirit, I prayed and I spoke to spirit and I asked them, what can I do? What can I do to help them? And they said to me, nothing. They said that the only way that these things will change is by humanity changing. And the only way that humanity changes is through the individual's journey. And they said to me that my responsibility to my fellow man and to myself and my spirit and the spirit world was to make sure that I stayed in the light that I didn't get weighed down by the dark, by the fear, by the negativity, that I stayed and I tried to remain in the light as much as I could. And that has kind of been my thing ever since. I don't watch the news. I don't wish to know. Um, and that might seem really selfish and really uneducated to some people, and it probably is. But you know what? I'm happier. I don't know what's going on. I don't know who's lying, who's not lying. I don't get caught up in opinions and thoughts. I just, yeah, I just get to float around, fiddling around with spirit, which is much more preferable if you want my opinion. So, you know, if you think of yourself as a, a little transmitter and whatever energy you're at, whatever frequency you're at, like throwing a pebble into a pond, you radiate out of you. And that ripple, it touches everybody you come into contact with, every single person. So how about you try and make sure that your ripple, your energy is as bright as it can be, is as uplifting as it can be, is as positive as it can be. How about you share a smile with a stranger and you give it to them as a gift, whether they smile back or not? How about you try to make it your life's work to make sure that everybody that comes into contact with you comes away feeling a little bit better? And I believe in absolute honesty that that is the role, role of all of us lightworkers. It's not about uh, mediumistic ability. It's not about Reiki healing. It's not about you know messages or evidence. It's about being the light, transmitting the light, sharing the light. And, you know, I just wanted to share something with you about um, one of my heroes. Um, one of my heroes is Tony Stockwell, and I'm sure you've heard of him. But when I, the first time I went to Arthur Finley College, which is a story I will 
Oh, I'm going to tell you now. What the heck? It's my podcast. I can talk about what I like, can't I? So the first time I went to Arthur Finley College, it's such an amazing place. It's so fantastic, but it's so nerve wracking going on your own. It's so nerve wracking when you don't know anybody. And it's kind of a weird place for the reason that there's people that go there really regularly. And those people that go there really regularly, they... um you know, they act, it's a bit like going into somebody else's home or joining a club where you haven't quite got all of the rules. You don't quite understand all of the rules. And so you arrive at this beautiful, big, old building and there's people milling around and everybody seems to know something and you don't know where you're supposed to go. And there's all these different rooms and corridors and staircases because it is just like Hogwarts just like Hogwarts for mediums. And the first time that I went, I was really, really, really nervous and really in a people pleasing, wanting to be liked, not feeling good enough to be there. And um, I ended up totally selling myself short and ending up in the bottom group because I ticked the box and said I had no experience even though I did have some and that worked really well for me because that's how I met the lovely Annette who's in my team and uh, Bev Peary who I've interviewed lots of amazing mediums we all undersold ourselves and we ended up in this group of people who had um, never connected to spirit never worked with spirit and we had this teacher um I'm not going to say who it was, but I don't think that um, she was the best teacher for me. Let's put it that way. And uh, we were in this group and I was completely invisible to that teacher, completely invisible. And um, so much so that on the last day, I sat in the same seat that I'd always sat in for the whole course. And we were doing, um, you know, like student demonstration night. And somebody from my class got up to do card readings for people. And she said, why don't you get this lady here to pull a card? She didn't even recognize that I've been in her group for three days. She didn't even know who I was. So, you know, and I accept that that was partly her, also partly me, because I was so nervous I was trying to hide, but that's another story. Anyway, while I was there, um, there's a bar, so, you know, it's not, it's spirit and it's the other kind of spirit. And I was in the bar and, you know, you're trying to make small talk with people and you feel really nervous. You don't feel good enough. It's, it's kind of stressful. And um, everybody sort of rippled. Ooh, ooh. And this man walked in and, uh, and I went, who's that? And they went, you don't know who that is? And I said, no, I don't. And they said, it's Tony Stockwell. And I went, all right who's Tony Stockwell? And they were like, he's been on TV. He's a medium that's been on TV. And I went, oh, okay. And it was a little bit like, you know, Tom Jones had rocked up and all the ladies were swooning and wanted to chuck their underwear at him. And I thought, oh, well, that's cool. He looks like a nice man and sort of looked away. And I was feeling so sad and so overlooked and so forgotten. I don't know. I don't know if I can tell you this without crying. And of all those people fawning over him, he came over to me and he shook my hand and he said, hello, I'm Tony, how are you? Are you having a nice time? And I said, yeah, yeah, it's fine, thank you. And that was the total sum of our interaction. Whew. But 
that meant so much to me as somebody that was completely invisible and not seen and not even seen by my own teacher in my own group that moment of kindness was was a, a light to me in in a in a very dark space i'm going to be honest it was a dark space i felt very anxious very negative very worried so um that was pretty amazing he will never remember that he will never remember that he did that and i've been on um a couple of courses with him uh since then but he's never been my teacher so he he won't know who i am and but i'm happy with that i'm happy with that and uh i went on his course spirit of summer at arthur finley college and that was absolutely amazing and on the last day of that week-long course i was being taught by um some other incredible teachers um he just came over to me in the audience and again had registered that he hadn't spoken to me um and understood that he's the you know he's the the one the spotlight's on but he still took the time to come over and say hi i'm tony i don't think we've talked i have you had a nice week and take a moment and I just think that is so incredible. But the most incredible thing that I have seen uh, Tony Stockwell doing is one night we were in the bar and there was a lady there who was very, very uh, damaged, very, very upset. And this is the funny thing about going to mediumship college because you think that everybody's going there to learn about mediumship, but some people are going there because they're desperate, because they want to make contact with loved ones. And um, I'd had my first go ever at standing on a stage and doing a message. And it had been hard for me because rather, you know, your fear is always that somebody won't take it and that you'll just be there going, anyone? And a tumbleweed will just blow past and no one will know who you're talking to. And the other thing happened to me where I ended up with three people who could all take uh, the spirit that I brought through. And so the teacher said to me, you're gonna have to follow that energy and choose where you think you're working. So I picked somebody and they took everything and I gave them a message and I thought I'd done pretty well. And then the lady, one of the ladies that I didn't pick came up to me afterwards and said, that's the first time ever my mum's come through and thanks to you and your wrong choice, I haven't had a message from her. And I hope you're happy with that. And I was devastated. I went and sat under a tree in the garden and cried. <laughs> but um, I spoke to my guides about it and I came to full circle with it. And it was a really valuable lesson for me, a really valuable lesson in people being in need and actually how need can make you behave in an unkind way you know she hadn't taken into the fact that i was learning that that was my first time ever on a stage and that the lady the other lady had had her mother through because i'd ended up choosing her and it had been her mum that came through and you know that somebody else might have needed that message just as much as she did but she was obviously really in a, not in a good place and um one of the evenings where we were in the bar i saw tony and he was just in a, in a quiet corner with that lady and he was holding her hand and talking to her and you know he'd done a whole day of teaching and he was i don't know four days in in a week-long course of teaching and you know being that person where everybody wants a little bit of you everybody wants to talk to you 
And in amongst all of that, in his downtime, when all the other teachers were sat at a table sharing a bottle of wine together, he was sat in the corner with that lady holding her hand while she wept. And it was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen because he wasn't doing a spirit link for her and he wasn't showing off. It was quiet, it was dark. You would have missed him almost. He was doing it because it was the right thing to do. And he was doing it because she needed a bit of his light and he wanted to be that light for her. I'm guessing, <laughs> I, I never asked him. I, that You've heard all of my ever interactions with him. But that to me has always stuck with me about the purpose of all of this. And yes, evidence is important. And yes, um, you know, people want to know, want to know what's gonna happen. People want to have the tools equipped so that they can step forward in the world and, and do what they need to do and know what's ahead, although you know my thoughts on that, et cetera, et cetera. But actually for me, true light work, true being a light worker is about sharing your light with people who need it when they need it with boundaries, but, and taking that time for that human connection and that love and seeing those people in need and shining for them. So uh, yeah, there we go. So I'd love to know your thoughts on all of this, um, your thoughts on fear, your thoughts on negativity, you know, how any ideas guys on how we can, you know, help this change to magnify. I mean, I still think it's exactly like spirit says, we have to lead by example and hope that others follow suit. Um, you know, and this doesn't mean that you can't share fun and silliness and all that kind of thing, you know, spirit have got a great sense of humor, but just looking at whether things need to be said, whether there's value in them or whether, you know, people are getting attention from sharing negativity. And if that's something you want to be a part of. So as always, I'd love your thoughts. And I would also like you to, you know, any questions about mediumship, spirituality, me, anything, drop over an email to podcast at hannahmedium.co.uk. And um, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what you think of this. And thank you so much for listening. Have a lovely, light-filled day. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.